0: Hello and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune. I'm Maya, a singer, songwriter, videomaker, Oakland native, and Olympics watcher. I'm also a big fan of history. I love untold stories, gross facts, hidden secrets, anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. So each day I'm going to share a few of my favorite deep cuts with you. So let's take a look at today's stories. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon I'm gonna teach you stuff No, it won't be tough gonna go a year till you've had enough it's 365 That makes sense too. Today in 1979 the International Olympic Committee voted to readmit China but let's reverse The Olympics, of course, date all the way back to ancient Greece. According to legend, Heracles founded the games that became the most famous Greek sporting festival. The games were held every four years between August 6th and September 19th, during a religious festival as an honor to Zeus. They were called the Olympics because they were held at Olympia in southern Greece. They were so widely known that historians began to measure time in four-year increments, known as Olympiads. The ancient Olympics began to decline when Rome conquered Greece in the 2nd century BC. They officially ended in 393 AD, when Emperor Theodosius banned all pagan festivals, which included the Olympics and Halloween. Yep, that's right. Theodosius canceled both the Olympics and Halloween, possibly going down as the least fun emperor in history. Thus, the games have not existed continuously since ancient Greece. They were dormant for 1,500 years before beginning again in 1896. The Baron Pierre de Coubertin of France visited the ancient Olympic Stadium and was inspired to recreate the Games for a modern world. He proposed the idea of reinventing the Games in November 1892, and he eventually got approval to found the International Olympic Committee, which remains the governing body of the Olympics to this day. The first modern Games were held in Athens in 1896. The 280 athletes participating were from 13 different nations. They competed in 43 sports, including track, gymnastics, tennis, swimming, fencing, and more. The Games picked up steam as the new century began and grew into the worldwide spectacle that we know it today. To understand what happened with China in the Olympics, we have to reverse again and talk about China in the mid-20th century. It's easy to get confused between Taiwan and mainland China, so let's get that out of the way first. Taiwan is an island off the southeastern coast of Asia. Taiwan's official name is the Republic of China, though it's usually referred to in journalism as Taiwan, R-O-C, or Republic of China, in parentheses, Taiwan. For the rest of the podcast, I'll refer to it as Taiwan. The country that we call and usually think of as China or mainland China is officially called the People's Republic of China. For the rest of the podcast, I'll refer to it as China. China regards Taiwan as a breakaway province, but Taiwan thinks of itself as a sovereign state, Taiwan has its own constitution, elected leadership, and army. Taiwan has been governed independently of China since 1949. However, China really believes in the one-China system, where Taiwan is a part of the larger nation. It is indeed confusing. The Olympic decision in 1979 reflected the challenges of the relationship between China and Taiwan and how they relate to the rest of the world. China had last competed in the 1948 London Olympics. They withdrew in 1958, once the International Olympic Committee chose to recognize Taiwan as its own nation. The vote on November 26, 1979, by the International Olympic Committee, in Lausanne, Switzerland, voted 62-17 to to allow both China and Taiwan to participate in the 1980 Olympics. This meant that athletes from China could compete with their flag and national anthem, but athletes from Taiwan had to switch from competing under the name Republic of China to a new name, anthem, and flag for the coming Olympic Games. Olympic Committee Vice President Mohamed Mazali stated that the point of the vote was to allow all athletes across the globe to compete in the Olympics. The decision was controversial, as some Olympic Committee members felt that it was unfair to Taiwan, who had been competing fairly in the Olympic Games for 27 years. These members complained that China had disrespected the Olympics by resigning and then asking to be reinstated on their own terms. Taiwan ended up boycotting the Games for a round of Olympics the summer games in Moscow. They re-entered in 1984 for the Sarajevo Winter Games. Today, Taiwan competes in the Olympics as Chinese Taipei. Let's move on to our music fact. Today, in 2016, the police in Kensington, Prince Edward Island in Canada, made a very threatening post to drunk drivers on their Facebook. Well, in a manner of speaking. The post said, on top of a hefty fine, a criminal charge, and a year's driving suspension, we will also provide you with the bonus gift of playing the office copy of Nickelback in The Cruiser on the way to jail. The post went viral, and the person who posted it had to issue a public apology to Nickelback several days later. He said that he felt guilty for engaging in cyberbullying when he regularly went into classrooms to lecture against bullying. Whether or not the post was actually cyberbullying definitely depends on your opinion of Nickelback. <laughs> And now for our final segment of the day, I'll be going into my own photo archives to see what I was up to on a November 26th in my life. I can't remember if it was announced on November 26th of 2018, but in my photo archives, I have a photo of my first tour poster that I ever made. And it was for the Plum Blossom tour in um, the spring of 2019. I think I was announcing it that winter beforehand. And I it was only 5 dates and I look at this and I'm like that is the babyest tour I've ever seen of baby tours. And it was 10 total days and I've only gone on 2 tours in my whole entire life, but the one that I went on after this was 3 months long and I think it had like 20 dates in it. Um and I just I was so crazy. I was so nervous for that tour. I couldn't I couldn't wrap my mind around the fact that I was going to be traveling to five different cities and playing in front of strangers. And I actually had my mom come to like almost every single show. So that way I wasn't alone. (laughs) And so I think it's really crazy when I think about it, because in my mind, that was the most terrifying possibility ever and was just playing for strangers. And now it's something that I do all the time and I've overcome my fear of it. So pretty cool, pretty cool stuff. That's all for today, but you can come back tomorrow for more weird and funky facts. And please subscribe on your favorite podcasting device. I'll see you tomorrow. It's 365 with MXM2. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff. No, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365.